very, very talented. How you doing, sir? Brian, pleasure to meet you. Brian, nice to meet you. Yes, sir. Good to meet you. Thank you guys so much for the access, man. Y'all be good. I'll with you. Hey, there's a spot out there with our name. Hey, man. He done started, he done started doing the pivot. You guys lied. You can't so get in contact with this man no more. Lies so much. I'll tell you what, though, seriously, man. It's uh, dying to breathe, man. Like, you guys did it right. Everybody's got the same thing. Yeah. So, how do we just get a little bit How do we win here? Really, right. Yeah. Before it's happening. Right. Good. I like what you guys are doing. I got to see a couple of things in here, and uh, I love it, man. I think it's, good. it's good perspective. Man. How are you? Damn, man. Hey. Hey. Big fan of yours. Pretty you. Good to see you, man. How you been, man? Oh, man. Pleasure to meet you, bro. Man, good talking Great to you. Great seeing you. Good. 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 How you feeling, bro? Good to see you. Good. Hey, man, I heard you got like a, a pond or a lake. Got a little lake in your house. Do you fish? I do. See, there you go. Oh, You've been looking for somebody to fish with. Yeah, it is. Yeah, man. It's cold though up there. Shit freezes over and all this shit. Right now, you can swim there. Really? That's crazy. Don't tell him that. He'll show up on your bike. Oh, thank you. Come on. I'll go over there and put him in the we'll catch up with you later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Upstairs, I think. Upstairs, You're right coming right. up. Yeah, you coming up. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll lock up with Dan. Dan will whip you right now. I don't know, man. It's not, it's not going to be an easy win. It's going to be an easy win. It's not going to be an easy win. Chan, you got no traps, no uh -huh. shoulders. Okay. Like, when last time you worked out? You didn't work out when you played. Mm-mm. I don't work out. You I can just, bring it with you, Jay. I just grab people. There's only so many podcasts I can get somebody during training camp. No, hey, listen. <laughs> what am I, dog? All right, all right. Appreciate yeah, you, bro. Let's get it going, man. So we get you back to where you got to go. Yes, sir, man. Thanks for having me, man. Oh, we're taking away from some nap time. No, all right. <laughs> hey, QBs don't nap, man. Now QBs get addendums in their contract to make sure they study four Damn. hours. Four hours a week. Damn. Four hours. Hey, four hours, dog. That ain't nothing. Four hours, is, it, could be, it could be a long time, depending on what you got to do, man. Hold up. Limitless. Take a stomach cap, pinning it. I find the head to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, got me up. On the mission, got me up. Knowing me, I got the key. On the vision, I can trust. Trust. Limitless. Take a stomach cap, pinning it. I find the head to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, got me up. On the mission, got me up. Welcome to the pivot, though, Jared, man. We appreciate you. For all the fans, Watching, we're continuing the training camp tour. We're here with Detroit Lions starting quarterback, Jared Goff. Obviously, Chan is kind of here. Freddie T, uh, we want you to subscribe. YouTube, uh, Apple, Spotify, continue to like, man. We thank you for all the support, making us the number one podcast in the world last week. And so, is that right? And so it was kind of dope. Jared, man, like just for, for you, what has the journey been like? Not even just being in Detroit last year, but number one overall pick, hell, third time on Hard Knocks, yeah. you know, being in the Super Bowl, coming to a team and starting to rebuild and then really getting things going toward the end of the season. You played really well. Teams three and two in the last five games. What is it like starting this new season? What's your feeling? Yeah, I feel like I'm so much more, you know, a veteran, right? Like you look back on like year three and four and you didn't know what you didn't know and you're trying to figure things out. And, and now at this point, you know, I have a really good feel of, 
you know, what football looks like and, how, and what play works for us what and, and, and how to handle an offense and handle a team. And so I'm just so much more comfortable in that way and just so much more veteran. And then, and then coming in last year, learning this whole new team, learning all these new guys is, is always tough. But um, coming in now this year, it's just so much more comfortable, feeling good about everything. Me and Dan have a good thing going and, and me and Ben have a good thing going. So it feels pretty good. And that transition from the Rams, getting drafted there, being that, being that guy, being the guy they believed in until they mm -hmm. didn't believe in you. Mm -hmm. And in that transition, man, what was that like? Yeah, it, I mean, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't hard, but it was, you know, something I'm, I think I'm made of that I can handle. And um, obviously wish our season went better than it did. But as far as handling the transition, it, it was, uh, you know, it was a challenge, but it was a challenge that I took on and, and was ready for. And, Similarly, with you know this this whole team and, and and what what it's been through over the last you know couple of decades or however long um, it's been since a playoff win, it's uh, you know it's a challenge that I, that I embrace and and that we all embrace here of um, turning this around and, and that opportunity that we have and that I have to to take advantage of this is, is pretty special. We briefly talked to coach out on the field and just looking at the makeup, the dynamic of the staff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you got eight coaches that are former players. Yeah. But specifically, one former player, my former teammate, yep. your quarterback coach, Mark Brunel. Yeah. What's that been like? What What's that relationship, and how has he helped you yeah. from the experience in his days as a player? Yeah. He. I mean, you guys know his career. He, he he bounced around a little bit. Obviously, had a lot of success in Jacksonville. But he he understands, you know, so much that the quarterback's going through. That that I don't care who you are. If you ain't done it, you don't know. And and uh, he he can he can relate to some of that stuff. And you know some of the things through the week, how to handle some things, and, and then just you know off the field too, just being the quarterback and, and handling some stuff within the locker room and, and all that. He he understands it and he gets it, and it's fun having him in the room. He does a great job, and uh, it's been fun working with him. We got to talk to Dan on the field, and you know obviously we knew we had an opportunity uh, to speak with you, and we asked him what was his main advice to you, and what he told us was he's like just be Jared, just be be himself, and you know you think about being drafted number one overall, kind of some of the negativity you got from being on hard knocks and not being able to answer a stupid question right. and people judging you from that, you know, playing with Jeff Fisher, then the highs of being with, with Sean McVay. Uh, you know, and I, and I know when, when you get traded from a place and all these things, you can begin to question yourself. Listen, I was an undrafted free agent, right? I questioned myself for 13 years. When Dan Campbell says to you, just be Jared, mm -hmm. what does that mean? Yeah, forget all of that stuff that you're kind of referring to and, ju and just do what you do. You know, I've been doing this, you know, for a long enough time, like I referred to, to, to know what the hell I'm doing and, and you know, don't overthink things. Don't, you know, try to be some superhero out there because that's what I think we need. No, just just be me and let the pieces fall where they may. And um, I think this spring and then through the summer into this training camp, that's really settled in with me. And Dan's allowing me to do that, right? He's given me a lot of control and allowed me to be myself in a lot of ways, which has been fun. And um, I've enjoyed it, man. Dan's a fun guy to play for. He does that not just for me, but I say he'd say that for everybody, you know. Be yourself. You know, he played, he gets it. Just just be you and, and have fun. So you don't have to be Mr. Perfect. That's right. Where did no. that nickname come from? <laughs> man, I don't know. That was, I, I've seen that. Like, that was in a, uh, who did it? It was in a, it was in like a college game day thing. You mm -hmm. know, they were like going around the school and asking my coaches, like, what's wrong with Jared? And they're like, oh, I don't know. He does. And they like made this joke that they couldn't find anything. I got a million things wrong with me that I'm always working on. They, I just might have kept it inside of me. They didn't know, but right. no, I got a million things, man. And uh, that that was definitely not 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 very accurate. I'm, I'm Mr. Imperfect and always working to try to be perfect. <laughs> but being who you are, and like you're saying, with speaking of Dan Campbell, and like just just doing that, but the 
the new age of media, the social media, the all this stuff, like how hard is it not to listen to the critics? Yeah, it's hard. It's, it's absolutely hard. We all have Instagram. We all have Twitter. Um, I, I shut mine down through the season. Typically, you know, I'll do some stuff if we if we have some success and, you know, have some fun with the fans online on Instagram. But my Twitter is, is not active at all during the season. Um, I use it sometimes in the off season for, for news and whatnot. But, um, yeah, it's, it's impossible to ignore if you have those apps. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of get rid of them off my phone and, and then I don't see it. You know, people say we've heard whether it's quarterbacks or any other player, they go, I don't listen to the outside noise. Yeah. The, the difference between like this podcast and like reporters is we've been there. Right. We all listen. Right. And we all see it now. You, sp you spoke of like shutting down your Twitter. Does some of the the criticism, the, does some of the talk, some of the things, whether they're written or said about you, like how do those things affect you? Yeah, I think that's the, that's the, to your point. Like you don't you hear it, but you don't listen to it, if that makes sense. Like, you, of course, you know, my friends are going to send me this or my parents are going to ask me this or like, of course, you're going to catch here and there something that somebody said or somebody wrote or that you said on TV or, you know, it, it's going to happen. But the confidence that you have in yourself, it won't, it shouldn't matter. You know, as, as much as I respect you and your game, anything you say on TV about me, I shouldn't. Agreed. I shouldn't care about it. Yep. Right. And, and that's, that's for everyone, you know, and, 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 and that's, that's how we have to play. If, if I let anything you said or, or Dan or you know, any of these guys that I know on TV, like, then, then who am I? You know, then I'm just a product of what you all say. So right. I think that's how I approach it and that's how everybody else you know, in our locker room tries to approach it. And of course you're gonna hear it, but are you really, are you really listening to it? Are you really letting it get to you? Yeah, you like take it back to, to being younger, right? Growing up in California, Joe Montana fan, yeah. son of a, of a baseball player, what was like, what was your initiation into football? Because, like, no matter what, like, they let me play quarterback when I was growing up because yeah. I was, like, the most talented kid. I couldn't really throw it. You know I mean? They just wanted me to have the ball in my hand. But, you know, growing up in California and, and kind of getting introduced to the game, what was it that made you fall in love with it? Yeah, that's a good question, man. I, so my dad played baseball, and, and I grew up playing both, and I played a little bit of hoop, too. So I played all three in high school. Um, and was a good athlete, right? I could play baseball, I could, I could play football, I could play basketball. But kind of, you know, my sophomore year of high school is where I was like, man, this football thing's getting pretty easy. You know, and I, and I, and I say that, you know, not arrogantly, but like I was, I was grinding in baseball and I was, I, was, I was good, but I wasn't the best player on the team and same thing in basketball. Um, but with football, it was like, man, this thing is, you know, this is fun. This is easy. I can see it easy. It's coming to me easy. I can throw it there. I can do that. And that's kind of when it clicked to me like, okay, football is probably going to be the sport I play into college and, and so you know whatnot now I had to get an offer it took me a little while to get a scholarship offer I only had three of them coming out but really I did yeah I, I, Jeff Tedford was my first one at Cal um, and then Boise State and Washington State soon after that and then I committed to Cal about three weeks later but that was it that was all I had and, and uh, both my parents went to Cal so maybe a little favoritism there from them but <laughs> yeah it was that was it man and, and I got lucky to have a good staff when I got there and, and I had some success but yeah I think you know that sophomore year of high school coming into my junior year understanding okay you know, I'm a little bit better at this one than I am at that one. Right. What is it going to take for you as a leader of this team to, to turn the corner? Mm. Yeah, it's uh, a good question. It, it continue to be me, like we talked about, and, and Dan echoing that. But, you know, just I, I think taking my game to the point where I can make others around me that much better um, and, and not just fitting in and, and doing my job, but how do I make how do I make DJ Chark better? How do I make TJ Hawkinson better? How do I get those guys elevated as they are already good players? But how do I make them all... Um, better in our system and, and better on our team and, and you know 
being the guy that they can go to to ask those questions and, and being able to elevate their play as well as mine. Yeah, we, we asked Coach again who he's excited about, what players are he excited about on the team, and his first reply was um, the running back position. Hell yeah. Something you got to love. Yeah. Same question, who are Freddie you? Freddie T. Freddie T. Be quiet, I, bro, man. Be quiet. Every show, every show we do with a football <laughs> player, bro, can't come back to the running back. Nah. Like, you know on. where it starts, 20, right? Yeah, we got some good ones, too. He knows where he it starts. He can't run the ball and win you, a championship. You got to, look, I'm sure he, he has to agree. throw it with that damn arm. He has <laughs> a right. championship. That's right. But where's the foundation? The, the better the run game is going, the more you can <laughs> sling it and sling it and do yeah, See right. what I'm saying? We're on the same page. <laughs> so let me, but you look, guys look very competitive out there. Yeah. Flying around, tackling, which yeah. was, you know, like, we were like, I couldn't believe really hitting. Old school, huh? Yeah, what yeah, what, what player or players are you most excited about for this yeah. upcoming season? Well, Swift, you know, if you're talking about the running back room, as, you know, I was around Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley's as good as I've ever seen. Swift is is on his way there. You know, wow. he's got he's got to have some wow. um, success this year. But I think I saw the work he put in this offseason, bringing himself back in shape, great shape. And, and, and physically, he looks different. Mm. And he looks really good. And then mentally, he's, he's, he's all locked in. And then Jamal Williams, obviously, is doing a great job as well. Um, then Craig Reynolds is a guy that we picked up last mm -hmm. year in training camp and has stepped up, man, a guy that we trust. You know, that's all it's about with, with right. us, right? If we can trust you to pick up the block, right. man, we'll yeah, hand you the good. ball as much as you want, right? right. So uh, uh, those three guys right now are kind of our – our, our engine back there, but it starts with Swift for sure, and sure. Um, just getting the ball in his hands in space, man. That Got kid's it. special. He's special, yeah, and, yeah. And, he, and he's a home run hitter. And the pressure of, because you brought up first pick, like the expectations people mm -hmm. have of you, yeah. like even me and you. When I met you, I was like, damn, it's Jared damn golf. Like, no. you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no. yeah, for real. It's great. It's, it's great to, to shake your hand, but that pressure on you from the other side, because everybody's so excited to be around you, so excited to meet you, but then. Does that pressure get to you? Is it still on you? Do you still see it? Because we've seen we had Jamarcus Russell on, yeah. right? And Jamarcus Russell was talking about you know the expectations and what people expect out of you, and they call him the biggest bust in in NFL history. Nobody will call you a bust, but you still have that pressure of what's your career going to be. Do you still think about that? No, I I think when when you're grounded and have a good foundation and, and good family and I've got you know a great fiance and, and, and things in my life that are that are going so well that you know you have to set your career as as as, as not secondary but it, you know you've got your life as well you can't make your career everything that you that you need you know you can't be happy or sad based on which way your career is going you know of course it's going to make you happy if you win a Super Bowl you win games you know of course but Overall, I'm gonna have you know hopefully a long career and look back on it and be happy about, you know I did my best. Did I did I do my best? Did I do my best there. Did my best there. Yeah. Did it go my way there? Absolutely, it did. Did it not on this one? Absolutely, it didn't. But all I can control is what I control is do my best, and that's how I kind of see it. And again, like I said, I've got a great foundation. I've got a great family. Got a great fiance. Got good things going on at home. So I've got a lot to be thankful for. Um, but at the same time, you do have that fire within you to make sure that your career goes the way you want it to go. And absolutely, that'll burn within me until it's done, no, no doubt, is, is making sure that I'm doing everything I can to be the best player I can every day. Chan, he's like you, though. He all kicked his coverage, too. <laughs> I, 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 you, got, you got a model. I heard you got a model, JG. Uh, I, heard, no. I heard you got a model, JG. No. <laughs> no, I did outkick my coverage, that's for sure. Yeah, I don't know what she's doing with me. Hey. I, got, I got lucky. Hey, you know, you, you know a little bit about that, though. Because oh, you yeah. for sure outkicked your coverage. When, when, you're, when you're a strong eight <laughs> yeah. and you get a dime, 
That makes you, you a you dime. You just gotta make them laugh, right? It don't matter what you look, right? But but personality helps. But right. doesn't it make you a dime if you can get a dime? Sure. Absolutely not. Sure. It does. Chan, you are you're not handsome. Still. If you get a ten, you're a ten. If you get a ten, you probably play sports. If you look like you, <laughs> I, it's not about the money. It's I'm not. broke. It's not. That's what I say. It's not about that. I, I just got. I might have a little charm. I don't know. Who knows? Know you you got to make them. Like you say, make them laugh. Right. What was yeah. your first line? Like, like how did you? How did you approach it? What you? What? What's? What's a? a talk a about jer- be yourself. That's all I had. To, I mean, I, I had to really focus on that. You know, <laughs> don't don't be anything. You know, if I started acting any different, she ain't gonna like me. Or I start doing this. You know, right. I had to just be myself. If she likes me, thank God. But uh, you know, and she, and she did obviously, and uh, we're, we're doing well. But. Um, yeah, I took her on a date and, and, and that was the end of it. Man, but, but what was that first? I need that first. What was that first walk up line? Well, Hi, I'm Jerry Goff. No, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, hey, I mean, 6'6. Six, six. That sounds like hey, a subway I, commercial. Yeah, he's 6'6, six, six, man. man. I, I used to call all the women Sugarfoot. What's that mean? I don't know what it means, but women man, love I, saw, it. I saw that Kevin Hart clip too. We want to go. We want to go on vacation. No, I, together? I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> That's I don't. the new question. I was dying seeing that. <laughs> I saw that the other day, and he's like, "You do you know, realize what you're saying right now? <laughs> <laughs> we'll go on vacation." No, I'm man. good, man. Thank you, dog. Man, you go that. out here, ball out, have you a great season. I respect season. that, but I'm I'm good. Yeah, and then we could just hang out naked. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. We we'll talk sports. Couple four. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, little, little quarter, quarter, half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jerry, what you, but then with, with penis yeah. around your eggs, you're going to be like, hey, yeah. hey, so Jerry, right here. You see the I, sit like, I sit like this, and we're talking about, yeah, the safety come over top, and we'll just be. We'll, we'll just, just vibe, huh? Yeah, we'll just vibe right, naked. Right. Right. So, Jerry, they, they, they asked about, uh, I always got to pivot the conversation. I'm like a big brother. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ryan mentioned about the transition, you know, and within the game. I want to talk about, you know, coming from L.A., you know, big Hollywood, big everything. Yep. Now you're in Detroit. What's that transition been like, and how how do the, the the local fans here embrace you? Yeah, it's been great, man. It's been a lot of fun. I I think playing out there was a lot of fun as well. You have the great parts of LA that that were great to me, and and, and you know the fans out there. But but coming out here, the, the history of this organization is is different. You know, it's 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 been around for so long. It's so deeply rooted in this community and um, walking around town and seeing people, you know, go lines, the whole thing. It's It's been a lot of fun. And, and then even last year, you know, obviously our season didn't go the way we wanted, but towards the end of the year, man, it's sold out. Like, it, and they're loud and, it, and it's it's third down late in the game and it's loud. And it, it, you know, it feels it feels different. You know, it feels like a different place and, and somewhere that obviously they care so much, but we got to give them something to root for. And that's always been the thing around here and, and we know it. The, the thing we, we, we try to do and that was the, the big thing with, you know, going on a training camp tour. You know, I kept telling our producer, Alicia, that like, I was like, I want to do our show. Like, I don't want to come in and do, like, ESPN. I don't want to do NFL Network, those things. And, and we really want to get to know the, the guest on the show. Listening to you speak about having a family and not, being, and not having to live and die right. with a career seems like a ton of growth from right. even things I saw early on in your career. How have your experiences, whether it's being drafted early, going to the Super Bowl, not playing as well, how have those experiences shaped you as a leader? Though? Yeah, absolutely. I think you can't allow yourself to let your emotions be dictated by winning and losing in a grand scheme. Obviously, in the, on, the, on the day and in the moment, that's going to happen. 
But if you let yourself be a depressed person because you won this many games last year, why, how, you can't value yourself through wins. I guess that's the best way to put it. You can't value yourself through how well are you playing or your wins. You value yourself through how you treat people, you know, how people feel around you, and, and how good of a leader are you. How can you bring people along with you? And that's what I've kind of grown into. You know, when I'm 21 years old and I'm a first overall pick in L.A., I'm like, damn, I got to win a lot of games. Right. You know, I got to play well. I got to win a lot of games. And, and, and that only brings you so much internal peace and happiness. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's about the people around you and bringing people along. I'm sure you guys can all attest to it. What do you remember about the most? You remember the people, you remember the locker room. You remember, you know, daily being in the locker room. Sure, you remember some of the big wins, but you don't remember all of them. You remember, you remember that feeling you had around those people. So for me personally, cultivating that here and, and being a, being a um, catalyst of that um, in, in this building and being somebody that can bring that to everybody and, and, and can hopefully provide that growth to other people um, it's been something that I've learned, like you said, through my younger years and having some success and having some down times and, and, and trying to find, okay, I don't need to go with that as much, you know, stay in the middle of it a little bit more. And, and to like the young quarterbacks out there, the guys yeah. that just got in the league, the guys that are going to get drafted, that got drafted this year, or the guys, you know, the, 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 the Trevor Lawrence's and those, those young guys, sure. what advice would you give to a young quarterback that's trying to, might have some insecurities, but are yeah. trying to that's get real. that respect in this league? Yeah, I think, you know, well, first of all, I said we don't give these guys enough time. You know, they come in and they're judged off their first two years. You look back, you know, I know that's the world we live in now, but you look back 10, 15 years ago, you got guys getting on their second contract, ain't done anything yet. Right. And we're judging some of these guys through two or three years. It's like, man, give them some time. So I would say this, take some time. Be patient with yourself. You know, obviously you're urgent, but be patient with yourself. You're going to make mistakes. You're learning. But at the same time, put everything you got into it. You only get one shot. You only get one shot and, and, and come out of it looking back going, man, I did everything I could, good or bad. You know, you talk about getting one shot and, you know, I'm the only person here that's won a Super Bowl. Why you got to remind us every show? I was just pointing. No, every I, time, you see what Jerry, you guys this do is all you, he loves. Like, Talk about the Steelers now. Yeah. Watch this. Watch this. Yeah. And so with the Steelers, I have one, one side of my helmet has a patch on, and the other side like <laughs> y'all are so goofy. <laughs> We're so much better than the Dolphins, though. So much better. <laughs> okay, Super Bowl man, what's up? Yeah, my, I'm talking talk to somebody else that's been in one. You haven't been in one. This is Damn. this is all that conversation Jared and I can can have. He cuts right? off half the room. Yeah, just me, just me and you, now, Jared. Third. Just people who've been in Super Bowls. You know when. You know, uh, we had Mike T on, Tom. and then even after, we were just talking about the Super Bowl, yep. about the about the experiences, and we were saying how much more we remember about losing it than winning it. Sure. And and having that feeling, and 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 I know what it's like. Like when 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 you get there, right? You like, oh, I'm gonna go back. Like right. I'm, I'm gonna get there again because it almost seems like you're entitled to it, you know, sure. because you you've gotten there before. What was that feeling like of of having the highs of highs of two weeks of preparation, right. getting ready to go play in New England, and then for you guys who were a prolific offense to not show up, what was that feeling like for you? Yeah, I, I think like you said there, you know, you, you, you think you're going to get back. I, I, I remember telling myself the whole time, man, you, you may never get another shot at this. Okay. So trying to be so present on it, trying to, you know, make sure, hey, man, this may be your only chance to win a championship. Go get it. And so I, I, I feel good about that, that I was there for that. Um, but yeah, man, it, it's tough. It's tough. You get all the way down there and, and you and you get there and you win that NFC championship. It's the highest of high. We won on a last second field goal. 
and then you get there and you, you score three points and you don't win yeah. the game and you, and you kind of get embarrassed in some ways and um, it's tough it's tough but it, it, it makes you stronger and it, it certainly made me stronger and um, you know made me have a, have a better view of life and, and, and a macro view and and it really created this fire to get back even more yeah. obviously winning it would have been the highest of highs but now you know you have this thing inside of you man I've been there I, I've gotten all the way there how do I finish the job this time so that's a you know a fire that's been burning since then to, to get back there that, that still will never burn out until right. I'm done playing right. it never will you know I don't care who I'm playing for where I'm playing I'm always gonna want to get back there and get that that feeling you know that feeling of winning that so um, I think that's the, the good part about it about getting your ass kicked in the Super Bowl is, is <laughs> getting that feeling in your stomach to, to get right. back there and and that thing man like what happened why you're in Detroit mm -hmm. you and Stafford switch put switch places yeah and then they go and win the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Like, from your side, like, what is that? Because from the, yeah. the optics from the outside, it, it looks obvious that, okay, well, we had to, we got Stafford, and now they, they, could, they, they, they mm -hmm. jumped that hurdle and won the Super Bowl right. without golf. From your side, how, like, wh wh where do you at? Where, where, what is your um, um, thoughts on the, what we look at as what happened from the from LA to Detroit. Sure. Yeah. I, I think first of all, I've got so much respect for for Matthew and and Sean and those guys and being able to do it. You know, like I mentioned, like I went and we didn't do it. I know how hard that thing is, man. Yeah. And for them to go do it, it's 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 respect. And you know, of course, there's you know, if I said it was easy again, I'd be lying. It's hard, right? Of course. But uh, I got I got so many good uh, good friends there and, and good people there that. It was conflicting, right? Of course, you want them to those guys to win it, but it's hard to watch, right? You, yeah. you, it is. It, you know, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't. But you know, I've got people there that, that have been in my life for so long, and that will be in my life for so long that you're like, okay, you know, my buddy gets a ring. That don't mean I don't want to kick his ass next time I play him. Right. It's real. <laughs> but but you know, okay, my buddy gets a ring, and and good for them. But at the, I think at the at the core of it, it's respect, man. It's respect. You know, I, I've I know how hard it is, and those guys did it, and, and it's respect to them, and. You know, again, the guy like Aaron Donald, I've seen him, you know, grind it out for so long. Whitworth, I've seen him grind it out. Right. And we had our shot. We didn't do it. They had their shot this year, and they got it done. And I'm happy for those guys. Did coming here feel like being the first pick when you arrived in L.A.? <laughs> yeah. Did coming here feel that way again? You know, slightly. Yeah, I, I think that's a good, yeah, good parallel there. It, it was definitely... Um, you know, a lot of work to do. And I think that's kind of the best way to put it. A lot of work to do last year, and Brad and Dan have taken that head on, and I think, you know, hopefully I've been a part of that as well with them, is taking that head on and understanding it's not gonna happen overnight. Um, you know, we've done a lot of good things this off season to give us a chance this year to make it happen, and we feel pretty confident about that. But coming in last year, we knew, hey man, it's gonna be a lot of work. It's gonna be a lot of hard work, it's gonna be a lot of hard times potentially, and you know, a lot of, a lot of turnover. Um, so hopefully I can be a part of that. Like I said, that catalyst to this year come in and make that never feeling again. How much input uh, and how much do you work with Brad and Dan on the t different things that you like or the things that you love, you know, that can potentially make the offense, you know, where you want it to be? Yeah, I'd say it's mostly with Ben with scheme. Okay. You know, I'm working a lot with Ben and the scheme and getting together with him as far as okay. personnel wise. Um, you know, Brad told me early on the spring, man, we're going to go get you some weapons. And, Got it. and, you know, obviously they've done that. And, mm -hmm. and Dan's the same way with just telling me he believes in me. And, you know, we, we're going to do this for you. We're going to get this right. We're going to do this. Yeah. Awesome. It, it makes you feel good, right? Um, but schematically, it's, it's, it's with Ben. And, and, and the job he's done has been tremendous. And him wanting my input has been the coolest part. Mm -hmm. You know, I think I'm at a point in my career where I can, I can say something and stand behind it and, and know that um, what I'm saying ain't, uh, ain't a guess. You know, right. I, I know, I know what I'm saying. I know what I mean. 
Um, and I think he respects that. What gets you going on game day? What's in your headset? Playlist-wise? <laughs> yeah. Man. <laughs> it could be anything. To be honest, I know that's a cliche answer, but I'll play whatever I'm listening to that week. Mm -hmm. Could be hip-hop, could be pop, could be uh, country, could be anything. Whatever is hot that week that's been in my car on the way to work. You don't really have it. like a, a ritual though? Like I had to, so I had, I had three playlists and I played them all the same, like <laughs> in every order? single week. You know, and a lot of times, I, it don't matter what's on my head, it's those speakers in the locker room are gonna, okay. are gonna bleed through it. So okay. I, sometimes I'm at mercy of what, whoever's got the speaker. <laughs> the aux. Right, <laughs> yeah. whoever's got the aux, I'm at mercy of, all right, let's listen to whatever you got going on here. But you know, I, it's, usually, um, it's usually great. I'll find some quiet time if I need it pre-game pre, uh, pre and put some headphones on. And again, it's, I don't think I get that many songs to listen to, you know? If yeah, because you, you're a quarterback. Like, yeah, you got real stuff to do. Channing's, Channing's favorite word for very nice people is pleasant. Pleasant. Right? right? He's always like, see? Because he's a pleasant individual. Mm -hmm. or, and I sometimes feel like he's saying I'm soft, but he's always like, <laughs> oh, you are soft. Uh, I'm not, though. Very soft. Way tougher than you. <laughs> and so, um, but no, but, but Terrence is a he, pleasant he's a very, human. No, but they're not, very but that's, but, but that's, then, that's what I was getting Does, does that, that mean soft? I, and that, I think that's what RC was going that way. Like, he's going to call you soft because you're a quarterback. Oh, okay. Oh, he's no, a, I'm a, he's I'm a, a lovely linebacker. That's okay. You can yeah, think yeah, that yeah, all so you want. That, yeah, okay, for that okay. reason only. Because right. he's I'm, a, friends with, I'm friends with a bunch yeah. of ex-quarterbacks. and I just They're all soft, huh? Offensive players are soft. <laughs> yeah, Y'all follow <laughs> a line. Like, <laughs> everything's a line. Say like, we react. Y'all follow a line. Say that again. Yeah, they get, yeah, like they, they, their books are different, yeah. right? You, you do exactly what's in the book. What coach those tells guys. me to do. Yeah, no. I just, yeah. Would you agree, would you thing agree that offensive players are smarter? No. No, you're not Absolutely smarter. Not. What? I think we are. We, we work on the move. Yeah. Y'all have a coach tell y'all, run nine yards and turn left. <laughs> and you, you know you, the you, guy's going to run nine you yards were, and You were pass rushing, right? Who's that? No, he's a middle back. Middle linebacker, Not pass rushing at all? Read, react. All right. Well, let me think about a pass rusher then. What are they like? You know, what, what do they have to, like, think about, right? I play with Jason Taylor, Joey Both Porter. Studs. Studs. And they got to know. They come off, and they got to know. They look at the set. They look at the back foot. Keep they contained. see where the guy's going. There they got to go. keep it tight. Right. They know if they can drop their shoulder. We're just better humans Three than y'all. <laughs> Run five yards. Three things. Don't think. Run huh? five yards. What are you talking about? Get the quarterback. The All y'all do is follow lines. We play ball. Well, what if, what if there's an adjustment to a coverage or, you know, there's got to be a hot read or something like that? Yeah, what? That's just part of, yeah, that's part of it. Yeah, then okay. y'all, what, what is it? Omaha, Omaha. There you go, there you go. <laughs> Man, that's cute too, but y'all just, y'all aren't, aren't to the level of a defensive player. Okay. Jared, so, I'm going to agree I, to disagree I, on that one. I had I a question. I, had, I, I was leading to a question okay. here. Um, obviously, when people are on the outside looking in, they, they, they want their – their quarterbacks or they want their players to have a certain demeanor. Yep. And what I was saying about being pleasant, and like he messaged me about it, I remember meeting you when I did the media presentation right. in LA, and I was like, man, this freaking dude's nice as hell. Like he's a he's a good dude. But sometimes when when you're nice and when you present a certain way and you're from Cali and you're kind of laid back and all these things, people want you to be that rah-rah sure. type of type of leader. Have you had uh, or what trouble have you had with like the perception of, of who you are, how much you love the game, how intense you are, how much work you put into it. I've had zero trouble with people who know me. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I've had any trouble publicly or, or nationally, but I've had zero trouble with people in this building, people who know me. Good. Again, I think it's like they see what I do daily and 
I've, I've never been the rah-rah, yell at everybody guy. I'll do it when I need to, and I think that carries a little bit more value when you do it less. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you know, we all had players that you played with who were always yelling and screaming the whole time, probably, you know. Oh, <laughs> but uh, he, he was he was trying to mask that he right. wasn't making the plays. <laughs> I, I won the argument though. <laughs> I had one tackle, but I won the argument. You know, what I mean though, like I I I have I think grown into that though, like where knowing my moments to do that, and and I think it, I think it uh, carries a little bit more weight right. when when I do know when to do it and and, and when to, when to speak up and, and, and say something firm, you know, and hold people accountable, and, and that's part of my job. But when I was younger, you know, I was I was still figuring all that out. When you were probably there, I was still figuring all that out and right. and learning learning my place a little bit. But I think at this point in my career, like kind of the theme of what I've been saying the whole time, I've grown to the point where I know um, when those moments are and how much weight that does hold. What's the what are your expectations for the 2022 Detroit Lions, with especially finishing yeah. strong, you know, as you guys did? Yeah, you know, our, our goal is firstly to win the division and then compete in the playoffs for a championship. And I know that's. Always, you say that around here, and people are like, oh, you know, what do you, you know? But no, that's internally that is our goal. We feel like we've put some pieces in place and um, have the coaches in place. We feel good about Brad, obviously, and everything that they've done in the off season. But it's 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 time, you know. It's 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 time to go. And um, I think if I've learned anything is that you 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 think you have time, but you don't. Yep. You think you got time. You think you got. Oh no, we'll get another chance at this. No, you got you got to go right now, and we got to go fast. And and it starts right now. We're in training camp right now. And we're filming this, but. We've already been going. And and playing for Dan Campbell, because he had something talking about biting somebody's kneecap off. Yep. <laughs> something crazy like playing for Dan and his energy. Do y'all like do you, like you were just talking about, you don't have to cuss anybody out. He's gonna cuss everybody out. Yeah, uh, he, he don't really cuss people out, but I think his energy is is what is contagious about this place. And uh, since the day I got here, he is as genuine as anyone you're gonna be around. He will tell you to your face, you need to do this better, you need to do this better, and he'll also love you up at the same time. Yeah. He's done a great job of that and building that culture where guys will believe you when you tell when he tells you, hey man, I need you to do this better. Because he's gonna do the flip side of it when you do it right. So that that culture, and you know, we've all been around coaches like that, but having him at the head of all of this and, and leading the charge has been really fun for me to watch. Bro, you're like a hard knocks veteran. I'm good at it, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they they basically are like, oh shit. Where the hell is Jared playing this year? <laughs> we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna go where Jared is. Yeah. Like, we, we love getting Jared on. Uh, dude, like, do you enjoy being on Hard Knocks and having them follow you? Because I feel like, at least this is my opinion, people got a very false impression of who you were early on in your right. career. And then you became a flat-out baller. And it was like, oh, hell, like, he actually really can play. He really is smart. He really is dialed in. Then you were on in 2020 again. Uh, what is it like when, you know, you get, the, like, you see it on TV, oh, Detroit Lions, uh, we're on hard knocks again? You know, kind of like, oh, here we go again, of course. But <laughs> what I've realized before, it was like, man, you know, F this, I don't want to be on hard knocks, man. There's cameras everywhere, and, you know, they're, they're invasive, and they're in our meeting rooms, and it makes people act different because, you know, they want to right. do that. And, and all that stuff is, is somewhat true. But if you, if you look at it as an opportunity to showcase who you are and who, who our team is and, 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 and flip it like that in your head, it's, it's awesome. You know, right. it's, it's, it's the NFL. They're not trying to make us look bad. You know, they're, they're here to, to 
to build our culture up and show everyone what we're about. Mm -hmm. And hopefully I can be ahead of that. You know, I hopefully I can be the leader of that and hopefully I can show everyone who I am too. So right. seeing it that way is, is a better way to, to see it than, man, I don't want to be around this. And sure, there's still your days where you're standing there and we're having a conversation and there's a boom mic right <laughs> on top of you. And you're like, man, get out of here. But right. um, for the most part, you know, for, for me, being able to uh, flip it in my head to see it as a positive thing and see it as a way for me to showcase who I am and who our team is. Any uh, breakout stars, anyone to look forward Jamal to? Jamal Williams is going to be unbelievable. That was Everybody next. says that. Was next. <laughs> Jamal Williams is going to be unbelievable be on there. Aiden Hutchinson's rookie song is the best thing I've ever seen. What that, song was it? He sung Billie Jean <laughs> and had the whole place going. Did he moonwalk? He might, he might have. He was up there doing it. He was up there doing it. But he, I mean, again, like one of the best I've ever seen. No, the best rookie song I've ever seen. Really? And it's it'll be a, you know, Hard Knocks is probably gonna kill me for saying it, but it's gonna be unbelievable. Wait, wow. So Aiden Hutchinson. Yep. Tall guy. Yep. From Michigan. DN. Yep. Amazing pass rusher. Yep. Great against the run. Yep. Endless motor. That's right. Also. Can sing a little great bit. Great Michael Jackson <laughs> impersonator. Can sing a little bit. Bro, that is crazy. When, you know, and this is this would be. Our last question for you, when you think about where things are going, right? Yeah. Obviously, we all understand the hefty expectations put on a number one overall pick. Like it's, you know, and a lot of times those guys uh, get to start in one place and end in that place. And you are now a Detroit Lion, a team that has that struggled to have playoff success. What do you want this city, this franchise, this organization to remember about Jared Goff? I think I want them to remember, firstly, how I made everyone feel and how I made everyone better. And then the, and then the work I put in, them seeing me every day as that guy that they can look to that can be that leader for this team. Win or lose, regardless, we plan on winning a lot, seeing me as those three things and being that guy that they, they, they can think back on. Man, man, that guy gave everything he got. I love that. Every single day he gave me everything he got and he led me in the right way. Man, listen, we, first of all, uh, we understand what training camp is like. Yeah. Uh, we also understand the time constraints, the time crunches that you're in and how valuable that is. So I can't, I can't express to you enough how grateful we are that you sat down with us. Uh, I've enjoyed watching your career uh, so far. Honestly, I could, you know, I mentioned the media thing. That was a time when I was like, oh, I just really like the dude. Man, I wish you. you guys the best of luck. Mm -hmm. uh, Dan is excited yep. about you okay. and about what you can do. They said they're going to do a little more stuff that, that you're comfortable with. And so I know what that means. That means we're actually talking to Jared right. uh, about what he likes, man. And, and good luck to you, you, the team. Um, Obviously, individual success, but we all know quarterback success is based on wins and losses, and you've That's won right. a lot of them, and we look forward to seeing you do it again. Thank you. Like Our I man. said, man, there's only a few podcasts I can get you out. Maybe even one. They can get, yeah, <laughs> get you out of training camp for 25, 30 minutes, and, yep. and this one, you guys it. are doing a great job, man. Appreciate it. Stand firm. Yep. Hey, Don't invite hey, G, him We got to go on vacation together. <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good. I appreciate <laughs> that. But I'm good. Hey, yes, two eights and two tens. Two eights and two tens. Don't invite him nowhere. Hey, appreciate you. Be good, man. That was fun. Good luck to you. Man, that thing had me dying. <laughs> Good luck, too. Dying. It's Wait, fun, man. The, the, the funny part That's is... That's the only part of the interview I saw, too. The funny part is, though, when oh, he starts, yeah. when he starts, though, We've all heard the stories already. Oh, yeah. Right, so we already know. And that's <laughs> we why... We sat back. Yeah, so we like, oh, we've, we've heard this story. Like, we know. Like, that's an, it was an anniversary trip, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had yeah, an anniversary. Yeah, yeah we go and get naked, man. Shit. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. Limitless. Biggest to me, guy pinning it. I thought they here to witness it. 
Now my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, get me up. On the mission, get me up. No one me, I got the key. On the vision, I can trust. Trust. Limitless. Niggas send me cap in it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant.